If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms And ready-made clothing has lost its charms Join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn <laughs> Hi everybody, it's Mallory. Um, my light's really blown out again. Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can fix it. I guess that's a little better. It looks like I'm an angel. Um, <laughs> Hi, uh, Eric. He says, off schedule. Good morning. That's right. Hi, Tracy. Oh, yay. All of your comments are coming through, and I am broadcasting to the right set of people. Hello to Jacqueline and Kim. Oh, hi, everybody. Thank you for saying hello to me. And yeah, this is a this is an off day. Um, uh, normally, I record... Uh, and broadcast on Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and this is a Tuesday, so hi, Glenda, and hi to Betsy. So uh, we're having um, we're having somebody come out to see if we can uh, get some better internet going on, so how about that? Okay, can I get some, some claps? Uh, <laughs> hi, Jennifer and Jess, and Jess, it's awesome to see your running outfit that you've made for the Disney Princess Run. Hi, Carl. Uh and we, um, so anyway, we're, you know, if you guys have noticed some, sometimes the broadcasts can be a little, uh, you know, fuzzy or they can be, uh, you know, the internet can come in and out. We're trying to get some more reliable internet. So hi, everybody. You all are coming up so fast. I can't say hello to everybody. Bethany and Aaron and Sandy and Julie and Jennifer, Jennifer NG. We got lots of Jennifers. Um, <laughs> and Jennifer P and Mary. And I'm sure, well, I don't know for sure, but I bet Mary, you and your girls are watching. And hi, Stephanie. Uh, so this morning I made it here properly. I didn't try to broadcast my <laughs> broadcast about thread to all of my I called them my civilian Facebook friends. Um it was pretty funny yesterday because I had started to talk about like the structure of the spool and and how the thread um was uh wound on it and everything and yeah, it was it was just pretty funny that um that I was doing that for my my regular regular people on Facebook, and so anyway, <laughs> it was it was a good thing though. I was I was feeling a little tired yesterday morning, and then after that happened, it kind of slapped me in the face, and it made me uh, <laughs> have uh, have a little brighter, I think, uh, attitude for my actual live broadcast. So hey, you know. Um, blessing in disguise it was meant to be. Okay, well, I've got Madame Sophia right here in front of me uh, for those of you listening via podcast. And if you are listening via the podcast and you've just found us, I'd encourage you to join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash self-sewn wardrobe. And if you hate Facebook, go on there and, um, you know, make a fake name and join us. It'll be a good time. And all you have to do is look at the self-sewn wardrobe group, Okay. Hi to Ellie and Karen. Okay, so I'm today going to be discussing thread lifts. It won't um, this won't be a super long broadcast, I don't think, unless people are asking a lot of questions. But this is a uh, what a, what we're calling a thread lift blah, right here is uh, what some people might call like a thread stand, or um, it's listed as like an industrial thread lift, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hi to C uh, Cecilia and Janet. Um, so. What this has on it, for those of you who are listening and not watching, this has like an iron base. It's very heavy, okay? 
Uh, and it has a spool pin on it that you can put any spool down onto. It's just a narrow piece of metal, okay? And then we uh, have this like arm that comes up that will hold our thread for us. And what this does is it holds the spool in place, it holds the thread for us, and then we can thread our machine from here. And so what this thread lift can do for us is it can prevent thread breakage. It can prevent needle breakage. So yesterday I was talking about how I love these cross-wound spools that are on this just tubular spool uh, that where nothing can get in the way. There's no, like, cap end to the end of the spool. Um, so... Uh, you, um, when you, when you thread your machine, depending on what kind of machine you have, you have a spool pins probably somewhere on your machine. Uh, maybe you have a couple little vertical ones. Maybe you have one like this on the Sophia that's horizontal. Um, it depends on what you, on what you have. <laughs> Karen says she put some felt on the bottom of her thread lifts. And Karen got her thread lifts from an amazing store, I know, because I packed them up and sent them to her. Um, <laughs> or at least some of her thread lifts. Uh, so what this does is it ensures that your threads have a clear path, okay, to the threading area of the machine. But what it also does is you can see here, if I were to thread the machine as it's sort of recommended with the spool pin on the machine... Okay, it's a horizontal one on the Sophia. I'd probably put a spool cap on here, okay? Then I'd go directly um, into this uh, thread guide on the top. It's a little metal guy right here. And then right up here, as you all know, because I uh, made this machine naked the other day, I'd be going right into the tension discs. And that leaves me, there's about three inches here from a uh, spool of thread to going into the tension discs. And so another thing a thread lift can do for you you put the thread on that spool pin. You lay the thread in this little arm up here and bring it across. Another thing that it can do for you is allow your thread to relax a little bit as it's coming off of the spool. So your thread was wound very well uh, in the factory, and it was wound pretty tightly. And so this can allow that thread to relax before you go into your machine tension discs. The other thing... Uh, this That might not be so much of a problem uh, with just this polyester construction thread that we love, the metrazine. But where this can really come in handy is a metallic thread or any kind of like slippery thread that you're using, like maybe some of those rayons or even embroidery uh, thread. When you have a vertical spool pin on your machine, like some of the older style uh, machines, that'll be like the only thing they have. When you do that, when you have that vertical spool pin, you're asking the spool to actually rotate. It might be a little hard to see on my video, but, you know, we we have that spool upright on the machine, and it's pulling, and we're asking the spool to rotate, and it just adds another element of, you know, something that can get screwed up, okay? Uh, so when you do this, when you have this thread lift, the thread is coming off of the spool straight up, and there is just no resistance, no nothing. It just comes right off the spool, and the spool can remain stationary, and there's less of a chance for any kind of tangling. Or maybe the spool turns a little too fast, and you get too much thread, or, or it pulls, or the thread can get caught in one of your spool caps, etc. That can be your biggest cause of thread breakage and needle breakage. So at home, 
Mom and I have a thread lift like this behind every one of our machines. We just automatically use it, you know, in general. Uh, so when when you do that, you do want to make sure when you're on your way to the machine, when you're on your way to your first thread guide, you know, wherever that is, uh, make sure that your thread path is clear. You know, I have a bobbin winder up here on top of the Sophia. I don't want it to accidentally get caught into there. So I place the thread lift just a little bit behind the uh, machine and on that thread guide in order to then just go straight into the machine and thread it like I normally would. So we used to just recommend that everybody get one of these no matter what. And on some of the larger machines, um, Baby Locks and other brands included, they'll have like an auxiliary thread stand that can go on the back of the machine that has a telescoping thread lift, okay? Uh, so you, um, this, this way of threading the machine and using this thread lift sort of comes from industrial sewing practices. And it's best for when you are going to, uh, it's best for when you're going to sew really fast. Let's see. Um, oh, Kim says, my machine service person puts a felt circle on my vertical thread pin to have the thread rest on. Is that not good? No, that's fine. Um, that's There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it can help the, the spool ride a little smoother. We, we do that too. Um, so it's not a bad thing, but we just really like the, uh, the thread lifts. This can also be useful, these thread lifts, for um, using a double needle. Okay, one thing I will, I mean, like I said... <laughs> <laughs> like I've said several times before, Baby Lock is not sponsoring uh, any of this. So I can, I guess, say whatever I want at the moment. And maybe they never will because I just say whatever I want. Uh, the, the, the Sophia and several of their machines come with this auxiliary spool pin. And I didn't get it out. I should have brought it over here. It's this little plastic spool pin that actually sticks on top of the bobbin winder. Okay. Um, and it's very small. Uh, and, and then there's, there's like space underneath it where the thread can get caught. And I just, I just hate that thing. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not a big fan. So it's called an auxiliary spool pin and I recommend not using it. I recommend getting a thread lift. These thread lifts are like 12 or $13, I think. And like I said, very heavy, will last forever. As long as you don't, I don't know what, I mean, it could be in a fire and you'd probably be okay. So it's definitely one of those sewing tools that we talk about that is a long-term investment, okay? It's, uh, an, it's, a, uh, it's something that will last you forever. And we put one, like I said, behind each of our machines, okay? Um, so that is... Uh, that that's what I like, and so a few of you are talking about the auxiliary spool pin and stuff. Um, and they're they're fine. I just don't like the one that sticks on top of the bobbin winder. I just I don't like that. Um, so I really enjoy the the th the thread lifts that we sell. They're very sturdy. They can be a little heavy um, to ship. So just as you are ordering from the website, you know, keep that in mind. And if your local sewing store has some, that's fabulous. Uh, but if you are, if you are going to, um, you know, order from us, the, the shipping might be a little bit, uh, you know, 
a little higher. So a few of you are saying, I'm going to use a thread stand. The thread gets twisted more and more until it eventually breaks. Um, hmm. Jean, I want to know about your thread stand and twisting thread. Uh, thread lifts can also be used in conjunctions. Uh, in, in conjunctions. Psh in conjunction with th thread nets as well. But this this is a really great option uh, that you can use if you're ever going to do a double needle or things like that. And Amanda says she has a an auxiliary spool pin that goes on the on the corner of her machine. I know what you're talking about, Amanda, because we used to sell Berninas. And those can be great too. This is just, this seems to be the most, what do I want to say, like, like foolproof way have the thread be feeding into your machine. Uh, there's just fewer obstacles that can, you know, get in the way. And some, oh, a, a comment scrolled by really fast, but they said, so when you're doing a double needle, do you use the normal spool pin and then the uh, thread lift? You can do that. Um, or you can have two thread stands <laughs> as well. A lot of times at home, we are sewing with really big spools of thread, and so they don't fit on, like, a normal, you know, sewing machine. So, uh, anyway, um, oh, Mary says the missing green spool is making her twitchy. Well, you can blame Janet for that because she ordered that uh, bright green spool. <laughs> Maybe all of you should order the uh, top uh, row of threads on here to make it make it uh, look better. Okay. Um, the thread nets. I didn't bring a thread net over here today, Jen. Uh, Jen asked that, um, I talk about thread nets and we're going to do a little video with mom about that as well. So, um, I'm sorry that I didn't bring a thread net over here today, but I just kind of wanted to, wanted to talk about the thread lift, <laughs> but we will talk about thread nets. Um, with metallic threads, Jean, um, the thread nets can be really useful, uh, and a lot of people put thread nets on incorrectly. I should have just brought it over here. <laughs> I should have, I should have, uh, I should have just brought it over here, and so um, <laughs> I didn't. Um, Carl says, can you wind a bobbin as normal from a thread stand? Yeah, so if you want to wind a bobbin, you just, you know, on the Sophia here, the first two steps of threading for the machine, uh, for the top tension and for the bobbin winding is are the same two steps. So you just, you know, act like normal. You know, you have the thread. You put it on your thread lift. You put it up through here. Um, through that little, um, through the little arm on the thread lift. Okay. And then... Just do your first couple uh, threading paths here and then go through the special one for bobbin winding. And I know it's difficult for you all to see this, but look, the main thing here is that my threads aren't going to like cross over themselves. So, you know, you just don't want anything to get tangled. And that's the way that you can, you can avoid the tangling just so much with the thread lift. And I've had people tell me they were having trouble with embroidery or you know, with embroidery, your thread's feeding off really fast, probably the fastest because the machine is running the show, the computer's running the show, and it's going as fast as it can. Um, you know, so we love the thread lifts for embroidery. Uh, but it's, it's helped a lot of people. And I, I know that I've, I've read some statistics somewhere where someone says it prevents, you know, 30% of 
of uh, thread breakage or something like that. And I just, I'm a big believer in like actual information and statistics. And I don't think anyone actually like studied any or did like a blind how you would do that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so uh, you you are going to um, you're you're going to though appreciate your thread lift when you are when you're sewing. You're going to enjoy that your thread's not going to get tangled anywhere. And the, the thing about the thread getting tangled up in a spool cap, this is what I find happens. Somebody brings in their machine to me. It just keeps breaking thread. And they haven't even noticed that the thread is tangled up in a spool cap that's on their spool pin. And I'll take the the spool cap off and all this thread will, like, come out. You know, and I'm like, it's getting caught up here. Or if uh, if someone on a serger hasn't tucked their cone all the way down onto the platform and, and their, their thread gets caught up under there, you know. That happened in the serger workshop actually a couple times. Somebody was working, I get, I get a little, I get a little afraid when somebody's working with a non-baby lock serger and we're doing like crazy stuff with thick threads. But, you know, someone had a, you know, um, pretty, you know, nice looking brother and we were just having all this trouble. She was having trouble with her tension, even though we got it all threaded up. And, um, you know, her friend was like, oh, um, I, I I don't know what's going on here. Okay, let's see what's going on. It's it's curling around too much. There's too much tension on the lower looper. And then I look up, and her thread had been, like, wrapped twice around her thread guide. It's like, oh, well, we can fix that. So that was good. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, I kept my cool, uh, and yeah, uh, that, that can be a problem. So the thread lift, I think it just helps to eliminate some obstacles that happen. Uh, so the, uh, the, the thread lift can be very helpful and that's kind of my public service announcement. Uh, oh, Jean, yeah, Jean, I'd love to, I'd love to, I'm going to look at your comments here because you're talking a lot about like metallic thread and thread getting um, tangled. And I know you've done a lot of freestanding lace and then you just commented about the freestanding lace too. And freestanding lace is something when you're doing that on the embroidery machine, I tell people, you know, you might be breaking some threads, but I do use a thread lift with my freestanding lace. And I've made metallic freestanding lace several times. Uh, actually, on the Sophia, we did a little class on it one time. Or we made a metallic freestanding lace um, Christmas ornaments one year, and that was a lot of fun. So, you know, sometimes when you're asking your machine to do crazy stuff like freestanding lace or I don't know, embroidering on dot sequin or something like that. Things things might happen and not be absolutely perfect. Um, you might <clears throat> break a thread every once in a while. But this is uh, this is going – I think this helps just a ton with that. So anyway, um, today is the day our newsletter comes out. It comes out every Tuesday. And if you haven't signed up for it, go to SewHere.com slash LoveNote and you can sign up there. And I will uh, see you all later. I'm not going to see you tomorrow. I will see you on Thursday. And I hope you get something sewn today. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last. Sell 